0: Hello and welcome to a spectacular episode of BGJ's Board Game Alliance. Episode number 96. I am your host, Joey. Starting to begin the beginning of a start to the start of the beginning to the begin the start. These... What?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I am Batman. He did it. (laughs) Good job. That's
0: two for two. Woo! Look at that. You don't want no eyes because we're close to Valentine's Day and I'm feeling that love effect in the air. It's giving me superpowers. Gross.
2: (laughs) Are you sure it's not just the flu?
0: You know what? My voice is a little raspy. So when you're in love, you can read well? You know what? Alright, so I have
3: to know. What's the librarian's name? When do we get to meet her?
0: (sighs) Joan. Just captured my heart in the science fiction section. Ah,
1: that's a good <laughs>
2: section. Good. A, yeah.
0: Yeah? yeah. <laughs> of course, joining us is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's great. Sean Epperson of Think12Games here to be our nemesis. Oh, hey, hey. And Vicky Barcelona running the boards. What
2: am I doing here? You
0: know what? We're all going <laughs> to figure that out soon enough, hopefully. Josh, how can people get a hold of us?
3: Uh oh, just go to bjgangnation.com. You get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links. And more. 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 I said more, damn it. More. Where's my more, Josh? No, uh, more. Ah, thank you. You can have more, more. Do you need more, more? I need more, more, more. Go down to the more store and get some more, more.
2: More, 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 <laughs> more.
0: It's all more. <laughs> eh? So, eh, I wonder how
3: many people we're bugging with the more right now.
0: <laughs> I think they're all wondering what they're doing here. But I can tell you what. You're here to party and play games. Let's you can do also
3: it. find us on Facebook. Thank you, Vicky. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, radio.com, and
0: iTunes. Just search for BJ Geek Nation. Woo! And oddly enough, we were asking how people and why we're here. It you know what? We have a little special uh, segment we're gonna do, huh? Why are we here? It's the beginning of the beginnings of the beginning. That was not just to screw me up, which it didn't. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ha ha ha. But because uh, you guys brought an interesting topic to my attention today and you said you know, I might know a lot about you. The listeners might know a little bit about you. Might know a little bit about us. But they don't know everything. They don't know the beginning.
2: Joey's afraid of clowns. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a good beginning. Only
0: slightly true, but
3: still true. <laughs> so your beginning did not start with it?
0: No, it did not. It did end with it. <laughs> it, it, with, <laughs> ha! <laughs> I'm doing pretty good on that right now. Remember, weed is legal in <laughs> Washington State. That's right. But no, the question we all uh, were proposed by Josh... How does it all begin? Where did it all start? How the heck did you get into gaming, and why are you still here? (laughs)
2: Like, what is it? Like, $20,000 later, your gaming addiction is just reaching its peak.
0: Me trying to save money for anything? Board game. My money! (laughs) Take it! It's yours! I don't want it anymore. Well, not just
3: board gaming. I mean, that's where, like, I've ended up, but uh, general geekiness and...
2: How did your burden begin? It, it all
0: started somewhere, right? It did, and it started rough and very quick for me, as they call it. But <laughs> wow, what? Scratch that. Go back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I'm saying is that I got addicted to cardboard crack, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> which, as it turns out, is a very dangerous addiction.
3: I, I uh, from my my uh, recollections, your your gaming side started in a very magical manner yes
0: magic the gathering also known as cardboard crack as rev loves to call it or wizard poker (laughs) which i also like wizard poker (laughs) yeah or put you through a glass table yes that (laughs) for those of you don't know he's talking about the time i opened up some magic cards on a glass table like an idiot thinking as a child glass supports all things including my water (laughs) but not my body (laughs) right through the glass table glass was everywhere my blood was everywhere I did not conquer the game. conquer the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and
3: that was the day he had his Black Lotus covered in blood.
0: Yeah, oddly enough, got me right into the game. I don't know. <laughs> something about the fear and the conquering. And, you know what? I don't know what it did for me. But yeah, I was like about eight years old. I started playing uh, tabletop games, but card games, of course. They're tabletop card games. Yeah, they're tabletop. Whatever you want to call them. They <laughs> play it on a table. You play with cards. You collect them all. They're worth money. You can play in tournaments. I was a competitive kid, <laughs> fell in love with it great art. You know, you had to think many turns ahead to win. You could get an edge that way. So that got me into competitive gaming. Of course, I played when I was a kid. Monopoly, Candyland, all those fun things. My father loved all the kind of geeky stuff. As you all know, his namesake, BJ Shay, he, I mean, all he does is throw dice now. So you can imagine when he was younger and had more time and neglected me as a child. Oh. <laughs> uh, 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 oh. I was included, but I was never allowed to win oh. until I grew up ha! So you.
3: you
2: like a villain origin story. <laughs> it really
3: is. <laughs> so on the next
0: Joker, we just never knew it.
3: So, a lot of people, when they're kids, like go the Pokemon route. Yes. You, you kind of bypassed that and went straight to Magic?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, you would think, hey, you like Magic <laughs> yeah, the Gathering. Why don't you go play Pokemon? But to be quite honest, I just love playing the game with my dad. So, and he played the more skill intensive game, right? Why? I mean, nice. Pokemon was cool and everything. I think Yu Gi Oh! was also kind of out at that time as well. So, there was all those card games, but Magic, Magic was for me. There were colors, man. They had five colors. That's more colors than everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then from there on, I was more of a PC gamer after that when I grew up. So I was always playing games that way. And I kind of fell off the board game scene because you plan to play the original board games. All of them. Risk. You know, Mm. those kind of Stratego. Any of those competitive-esque. Sorry. sorry, Shaken sorry. sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a little hungry, hungry hippos. You never know. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and so I, I graduated from those games and then, of course, was still in love with Magic because they had just released all these new sets. They, it continually grows because it's living. You know, living card games are addictive because you can't stop playing. You know, yeah. it changes so much. Took a little break from board games, but then the great board game haven of 2009-ish, 10-ish, where all of a sudden it was like, oh, my God, there are... A million new games. What are all these games? What, uh, now, there are, like, types of games. You know, there are worker placement. There are 4X games. there are, You know, they always existed, but they didn't have names because there weren't enough of them to have a genre, right? You just had Risk and you yeah. had Candyland and you had, you know, so... Then, they were there, but yeah.
3: pre-internet, it was really hard to, like, oh, this game came in from Germany. It says hobby store guy that you may have him into a hobby store.
0: Yeah, Which, you know, I was they always... weren't a... everywhere then. Exactly. I was around those guys, right? I was in those, you know, the, the smaller game stores. Like, the, even the Wizards of the Coast stores before they went away were those kind of stores where they were like, hey, we have a new board game in. But they were all, you know, pretty similar in terms of just being board games, in my mind. Because, of yeah. course... You know, if no one introduces you to a game, how are you ever going to learn it? It's tough. You know, you're not Mm going to buy the game on your own and then crack it open a lot of the times. You want to play with your friends and usually someone who knows what they're doing. (laughs) <laughs> Which can be Sean. God, uh, no, no, <laughs> not,
1: not recently. No, 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 no. No. If you're at Sh-
0: uh, Lacey's birthday party, you know that Sean's not allowed
3: to teach games ever again. Oh boy. Ever what I hear. Again.
0: Oh, God. BJ went on a bit of a rant on one of our recent podcasts last week about how Sean forgot to tell them a very oh. fundamental part of the game, a.k.a. a part of the game, a literal piece that he just didn't give them. He, he, he said Sean forgot a part. Yeah, oh, God. Sean. It, it was an abysmal teach. One of the worst I've
1: ever done. Oh. Yeah.
0: hey but you know what you'll live on an infamy (laughs) but yeah I mean that's how I got into them and then I ended up playing more board games as long as as my father grew more into them you know I was now I'm in Zulu's a little bit or you know mocks boarding house which is a great establishment where you can go and you play games for free and eat some good food and of course then I fell into this lovely podcast with these lovely people and what do these lovely people do 95% of the time Stress. Stress. <laughs> that's right. Over which board game do I get to buy next? Right? Or as I like to say, group chat. Well, that group chat, everyone. I, I get what? millions of chat. You guys wouldn't believe it. I am in probably 10 group chats. Three of them are board game related. <laughs> and I get maybe 100 messages a day each in each of those chats. And I give them <laughs> Halfway through the day, I'm like, how many memes is there for these things? (laughs) Like, where are these come from? I thought I was the meme king. I got to relinquish my title. I do love
3: that every night around between 5.30 and 6, there's just this explosion of chat topics, and people like, hey, I checked the mail. I got this. And somehow that turns into, why Sean's a Deutsch, and (laughs) why Josh can't spell. And (laughs) You'll never
0: know what's going to happen in the chat. (laughs) Just know it's going to be awesome. But that's how I got into it. But what about you guys? How did you guys get into gaming?
1: Uh, Well, I started pretty young. I was very into, you know, geeky stuff just as a kid. And no one really got me into the thing. It was just that's where my interests were, you know, sci-fi and fantasy. Um, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons at, like, fourth grade. And we played a lot of different RPGs growing up. Uh, My friends and I would kind of, like, design things a little bit as far as, you know, taking the concepts of different RPGs and tweaking them to our own likes and whatnot and i then eventually got into more video gaming and that's kind of you know what i do as a day job and uh at some point one of the places i was working at the head of the studio was actually he would actually published a couple of board games so he wanted to have everybody uh try out a magic tournament now i'd kind of avoided magic up to this point and this was like about the lower era of magic And uh, so I was like, oh, fine. You know, it's not going to cost me anything. He's buying packs for everybody. So sure, we'll just try this out. And I fell in love with magic. Whoops. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So that was like, good Lord, a good uh, 10 years or more that I was just, just full on deep into magic. And at some point I realized what I liked best about magic was the designing aspect, was creating decks. And it wasn't like I was trying to create tournament-level decks, like, go out there and just crush people. I'm like, how can I tweak with these rules? How can I find ways to break the rules of Magic within the greater rule set of what Magic allows? And You're that guy. (laughs) I'm that guy. (laughs) So it was more like an interesting deck for myself, like, oh, this is really cool. How can I do this? And sometimes it would crush, and sometimes it wouldn't, and, you know, whatever. But it it was fun and interesting, that whole puzzle. And I realized that the thing that I was kind of missing from that was that I was designing an experience, but it was an experience that was just for me. And I kind of wanted a bit more. I wanted other people to have those same experiences. So that's where I got into more, like starting to do some design stuff for board games. Cause I had been playing some, you know, board games, whatnot, cheap ass games and, and stuff like that. And, and you know, uh, uh, Munchkin and things like that. But I wanted to design something. because I wanted people to kind of be able to experience the things that I was experiencing as well. And, yeah, so that's when I just kind of got more into board gaming and and I uh, had to cut cut the magic to pull it out and, uh, you know, cut that piece off the limb. You got to do a cold turkey, man. <laughs> yeah. It's the only way. Uh, you, you can't do both. It's one or the other, man. Yeah, that uh, game will absorb you. <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, I still, you know, kind of enjoy playing magic whenever I get a chance. But, yeah, board games are give me that ability to have the experience with everyone together and a lot of different experiences, uh, being able to design in that space and create experiences for people. It's just, you know, it's kind of where my passion is. Yeah, I, I love it because that is kind of what I hear from a lot of people is they love the deck building
0: aspect because that's the part that challenges them almost the most, right? The gameplay is the gameplay against another person. But when you're challenging the game itself, it's a lot more fun because then all of a sudden you're only beating you, really, right? Yeah, And as creative as you can be, the more uh, it shows. So when board games come out, I always had this like joke with my friends. It's really fun to play a board game with your friends. But if someone there knows it really, really well, it's hard for them to not have an unfair advantage and then just kind of tell you how the game works and plays and what you should be doing. Because how else do you tell someone to play a game, right? Oh, you should be doing A, B and C because that's how I won. But if you go into a Mm -hmm. game with four people who don't know what they're doing, and maybe only the person's on a playthrough here or there and you all learn it at the same time, that's when it gets really interesting to me because then it's like you're all deck building together, right? Yeah, unless well, you're at Sean's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, and you get that experience and then as for, and then, obviously leading you to creation itself, right, where now all of a sudden you're like, well, what if I created a game and then watched people try to solve it and see where they went mm-hmm. and then be the ultimate master, the nemesis that you have become <laughs> as your job to try to
1: trick people and send them in different directions. I love it. I think that's a great way to start. Well, and it's also interesting to see where people take your concepts, right? So like you've are kind of giving them tools. And let's see what you do with these tools. There's things I'd like you to try and explore, but really where you go with it's kind of up to you. And, and watching where people take that and run with it is really fascinating and fun.
0: Yes, and as Wizards has probably learned, when people break your game, my God, is it hard to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> fix it faster. Fix it, fix it. Okay, we got it. We're good. New set. <laughs> <laughs> we got going to ban this card. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> we all love the game anyways, let's be honest. Well, what about you, Josh?
3: <clears throat> well, my... My uh, geekiness. I mean, I grew up with Atari and Nintendo. And then uh, my brother got a place where it was him and roommates, all college age. And I went over to stay one night there. And we didn't have a Nintendo. They had a Nintendo with better Nintendo games and Final Fantasy. That's where I first played that game. Oh, boy. Started a whole. Uh, obsession with RPGs. Goodbye, Josh's free time. <laughs> but at the same time, they had a board game on the shelf that I had never seen because I was already bored with Monopoly and all that, and um, one of his roommates gave it to me, and it was HeroQuest. Oh, oh man. And that was about a three-year constantly playing that game with friends. I you know, We had to fudge some of the rules back then, but just because their line of sight was weird in that, but and I also got a big box of comics, so that was everything Marvel, everything DC, because there was a Marvel RPG game, I don't know if anybody remembers yeah. it, but they yeah. had binders and binders of character sheets. So I pretty really? much read every Marvel character's bio up to that point, which was about, 90, about 1990, 1991. Yeah.
0: Dang, so you right. had all the information on all the heroes. So if we ever wanted I to still beat someone. Have all those. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. Wow. So you are literally the Batman <laughs> of our life right now. You have an answer for everything. Uh, well, by those stats, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those stats
3: were a little weird at times, but um but that hero quest, I just kept coming back to that. And then I remember one summer I went to my grandmother's house in Ely, Nevada. Just look up dirt farm and prison. You'll find <laughs> Ely, Nevada. That's a great
0: mixture of both. <laughs>
3: Uh, and I kept going up to the drugstore, trying to buy a board game because I thought, from my perspective, there should be more board games like HeroQuest. And I every pretty much every day for two weeks, I walked to the drugstore and stared at the board games, trying to find something. That's like there has to be something here. Never bought a board game there. Wow, because it was all just Scrabble and Sorry and Chutes and Ladders and just like oh my god, no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, dove back into video games for a long time. Um, I had a game room in my house, and it was all video games, every video game system that I had ever had, all hooked up at once. And then I was walking through the mall, and I saw Risk 2210, which was an Avalon Hill version of Risk, not a Hasbro version of Risk. And that just gave new rules, made a familiar game way better. And, uh, then I saw a board game store in Woodville. and then it began and then it began <laughs> <laughs> I think it began with talisman and munchkin and just craziness and then more board game stores started opening and hanging out there and hanging out playing those games and talking to the people and then the cons because mm-hmm. uh, I would went to PAX multiple times and I kind of ignored the board gaming at that point and then I went I heard Oh, ETX, this is a cool thing. And <laughs> some guy walks over to me and plays a game with me and he's like, Do you go to all the cons? I was like, I go to as many as possible now. Huh. And he's like, Oh, I love this guy. <laughs> and that was Sean
0: Epperson. Hi, <laughs> oh, <hey>, Sean. <laughs> And that's how well, he you said got he, stuck with him. Yeah, saying, hold <laughs> on. Did he, did he say he loved these, this guy? Hold on. I don't know about this. He, this he is the sound. Didn't, ho- he, didn't, right? he didn't know me very well.
3: Oh. Now, yes. now his goal in life is to make me cry in board games. Now true. that's true love. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> and then uh, we played The Resistance a few times, uh, me and my wife and family and stuff. And uh, I listened to podcasts, including you guys on Geek Aww. Nation. Mom. Oh, that's us. And one time you guys talked about, uh, I think, Kill Dr. Lucky, and then you guys had a big TI3 conversation, and Vicky was talking about how it took two hours to punch it, and I'm like, wow, well, that's Stilly. She's just a silly girl. What is she now? It <laughs> took me about two hours yeah. to cut her, because <laughs> it was still sprued and thick sprues on that. So you that was what? my instant respect for knowing that Vicky knows what the hell she's talking about and <laughs> should be uh-huh. listened to.
2: Sometimes. <laughs> and then
3: uh, and then my wife, I was like, I could play Resistance with BJ. I love TI. That'd be a great game. <laughs> my wife tweeted BJ and said, hey, we want to play Resistance with you. And then it was just all downhill from there. That's how it starts.
0: <laughs> hey, that was the high note. You didn't know it was going to be the high note. <laughs> no.
3: We we met up at Mock's boarding house, and then we just kept gaming and playing and gaming each other's houses and at cons and going to different things. And then... Uh, Sean and I were asked if we wanted to do some something on the podcast. And at first, I was scared, poopless. poopless. And, uh, <laughs> um As you can tell by my talking quality, I think it's a little better than it was, but now we're here. You're now getting here courage. With, you are the lion. And, and Chris was great on the show for a long time, and now we have... Uh, Joey, our wonderful wordsmith that sometimes does it right and usually doesn't. I like to think I give it the old college try. And Vicki, our whip-cracking boss that keeps us in line.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm so professional. She's the
3: best boss to work for, I can tell you that, because honestly, she lets us do
2: anything we want. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, just don't make my life hell and we're good. Thanks, boss. (laughs) That's all I ask.
0: Well, that's awesome. I mean, I I can't blame you. We all started almost in very similar ways. My,
3: mine was no Magic, and at some point that had to be a choice because I very much saw how well Magic did, and I never questioned how good of a game it was, but I did see the uh, the the slippery slope that, the slope. that uh, <laughs> people were falling into, and I, I did manage to stay away from that. But at this point, with the amount of money I spent on board
0: games, I don't know what I avoided exactly. <laughs> See, when you slip down the slope, you fall into the money pit. It's <laughs> just do. not, you don't get to stay in the money pit, or at least your money doesn't. <laughs> 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 but it's fun while you're there. Oh, bad, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. But now, speaking of Vicky on the boards, Vicky. Yes? Well, how did you get into gaming?
2: Gaming and nerddom—I really started when I was a kid. You know, I liked all the typical 90s stuff from Pokemon to Dragon Ball Z to Sailor Moon. I liked my anime. I was in an anime club, but then I discovered boys. So instead of going to anime club, I just go out and make out. Uh, <laughs> but I was always a nerd at heart. So what really got me was.
3: But were you making out with nerd?
2: Yeah, he was a nerd. There you go. Didn't super say nerd. To win. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it started with uh, my parents went out of town, so family friend of ours who was babysitting us took us to see X Men Two in theaters.
3: Oh, nice! That was I a was, really good
2: one. I was like twelve, thirteen years old, and I fell in love with that movie. I went back, and at the time, my neighbor had it on VHS. So I rewatched that movie over and over and over again because I became obsessed with X-Men. So I would go and watch any cartoons I could find. This is before the days of, you know, On Demand and DVR, so I had to record everything on VHS. So if I had to go play soccer and I wanted to catch the new episode of X-Men Evolution, I had to just have the VCR recording and hopefully I catch the whole thing.
3: You know, we have a parallel there. X-Men, the animated series in the Mm -hmm. 90s, uh, I didn't want to wake up on Saturdays because I was a high school teenager. Mm-hmm. But I would set the uh, VCR. Yes. Program that to record.
2: Because <laughs> they're good. And I've Great. watched all, pretty much any uh, X-Men TV show since. Uh, I then started going into the uh, library and getting X-Men comics.
3: <laughs> I did that once in Reno. Mm-hmm. And they said, what, well, Arthur? And I'm like, ah, Stan Lee. And they're yeah. like, "Stanley who? <laughs> no, Stan <laughs> yeah. Lee. Yeah, I know. Stan Lee who? I was like, oh, my God, lady."
2: Oh, no, luckily at the library, it was the Snohomish Library here in Washington, and it was huge, and there was a big section for like adult fiction, so I would get a bunch of books and any comic they had. Any X-Men comic, Daredevil, so I read quite a few, and a lot of the times they didn't have like one, two, three, four, so you just literally got like, okay, I'm reading trade number three, and then I'm going <laughs> to read Daredevil this series, so I read a little bit of everything to figure out what I liked. Um, I did not like X-Force, or not X-Force, excuse me, what's uh the one with Goop, do you remember that? One? <laughs> the uh, greatest hero yes. of them all. Oh, wasn't he the New Mutants? No, ecstatic, ecstatic, oh, ecstatic. and ecstatic, New Mutants. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of like at least that series back in like the two thousands.
0: Not sold on the name Goop. What a weird character. He's, he's
2: weird, but he's actually pretty powerful from what I remember. Uh, anywho, so I mean, I played my board games as a kid. You know, your typical sorry, like you guys did. Uh, I started working here. I've always been a nerd, like when it came to comics. Uh, everyone played Magic the Gathering. I tried that once. It was cool, but I just couldn't bring myself to play a game that required me to spend so much money.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that is a barrier for a lot of people. Again, you're high five.
2: Yes. Uh, but funny enough, back <laughs> in the day, if you guys have been listening for years and years and years, you probably remember Brandon Jurwa and Mark Ronner. So on one occasion, Brandon had come in. We podcasted on a Thursday. I was kind of sick, and I was also getting over a breakup. I was like, I don't want to go with people. And he's like, do you mind giving me a ride to uh, Mock's, uh, what is that, Mock's Boarding House in Ballard, Washington? I'm like, okay, I'll give you a ride. He's like, you should stay. And we ended up playing Sellers of Catan. And so, oh, nice. like, just in those few hours, hanging out, you know, having a tea because I was sick and just chilling out, not really thinking about anything going on, it became, like, our Thursday, you know, tradition. So, every Thursday after the podcast, we'd go to mocks, we'd get some food, we'd play some board games, and that's how I started playing more and more and more. And I think BJ, that's how he kind of got back into board game. He's like, wait, you guys are doing a thing after the podcast? Well, I want to come. And that's what sparked it all. And
0: little nice. did we know, there are now infinite amount of those days. Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 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 Saturday Sunday, Sunday. Sometimes Sundays, Yeah. What day is it? I
3: also do Tuesdays, which might switch to Mondays.
2: Yeah, a little bit of everything. But I got uh guillotine. I got Catan uh, and I got guillotine. And my roommate at the time, I'm like, hey, can we play? I'm like, I, I want to play this game, but I have no one to play with. And then that started it. He... It was funny because it turned from me asking him to play with me to him coming over, and he's like, hey, can, can, remember that game we played? Can we play it again? <laughs> and then he got addicted to board gaming. So between the two of us, by the time I moved out, we had this enormous board game collection, nothing near BJ's level. Like We didn't get to the Kickstarters or anything like that. we just go play a new game. Okay, we're buying it. And sometimes I would own a game, and he would own all the expansions. Nice. So it was like our weird board game marriage, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> Uh, That
3: breakup's going to be hard. (laughs) It was. He had to go
2: buy out a few things, and I realized, I'm like, I don't have any of the expansions for Cosmic Encounter anymore. Oh, no. He had all of them. I have all of them. I believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Over the years, it's just kind of gotten busy and crazy. So now it's like, I want to play all those games that got me into gaming in the first place. So that's why I'm always super keen on learning new games. Because I'm like, I I want the nostalgia of the last, you know, what, six years? I want to go back to those games and play again.
3: Well, there's definitely nothing wrong with that because I've been playing older titles now too. Mm-hmm. Of course, I still have the new, the Cult of the New. I <laughs> I worship it, but uh, yeah, you're you're not wrong there.
0: I say, I mean, six years sounds like a long time, but I mean, my God, how many games have come out in that period? I feel like you mm-hmm. know you say that like, oh, I wish I could play that game I played six years ago. It's been so long. Oh my gosh, there have been 500 board games since then. I, <laughs> and those are
2: <laughs> all in BJ's collection. <laughs> I heard
3: a number is like. 3000 on Kickstarter last year?
2: 3000
3: Now year. now that doesn't mean they were all delivered but just attempt funded and attempted funding. Uh, now Kickstarter is a big part of this new board gaming world but I don't think, I think they would be slower to come out because they'd have to go through publishers but I don't think it would stop or will stop.
0: No, I I, I, I don't see any reason for it, honestly, to stop. Because at this point, I mean, there are enough genres and enough replayability to games that, I mean, you can make a game, play it once, shelve it for five years, (laughs) come back to it, replay it, know nothing, play it again, and then realize, my God, I have to do this for every game. (laughs) Well, plus people
3: think, oh, the bubble's going to burst, the bubble's going to burst. Honestly, so what if it did? Because like you just said, we play this new game once and move on. Well... Then we get these huge collections. We get to go back through, and you own forever.
0: Do you guys have games specifically that you always keep? Like games you know you're gonna always want to come back to? Android the board game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I love Android the board game. What it, is Android the board the board game?
3: It, it's Cyberpunk Clue. That's it. Huh. it but it's, huh. it's it's you're solving a murder, but thematically you are a detective. That are you decide? Are you that good of a detective? And you know where the clues are, and you know what to do with the evidence, or are you just a bad cop? Because as you get evidence, there's five suspects. Now, you have a guilty hunch and an innocent hunch. Well, you place the evidence on the suspects. Hmm. So if I see Joey's putting a lot of strong evidence on that guy, I don't know what the numbers are, well, I'm going to throw some uh, guilty evidence on that guy. Or I'm going to kill his suspect, because if Whoa, he's dead, if he's dead, obviously he didn't commit the murder. Hmm. The murder killed him. So it's th- there's some downsides to it. It's got a lot of downtime. I'm talking half hour to 45 oh. minutes between turns.
0: And hopefully they're second editioning
3: that. That would be nice. But uh, that's my favorite
0: board game. Well, how about that? Nobody Sean, you got one that never leaves the shelf? <laughs>
1: uh, never. Li- well, it's a lot of them, actually, just because... I just like having the ability to break things out with whatever level of game player is going to be showing up. You know, if I'm going to be playing with my parents or my wife's parents, I've got games that can cover that. If, you know, I've got Josh or people that know how to play games, you know, like the bigger, crunchier stuff, I've got those. So there's not, I've I've shelved some of my things, you know, and like done a little bit of uh, calling, but there's a lot that it like, I just love all these different things. Too much to get rid of. (laughs) Too (laughs) much. Really, what you did was just install more shelves. Yeah, basically, (laughs) or build an
0: entire vault.
2: That's true. What about you, Vicky? (laughs) See, that's kind of hard because I don't play as many as I used to. So my go-to was always either uh, Lords of Waterdeep, Seven Wonders, or Cosmic Encounters, and all
3: three. Excellent choices. Yeah,
2: All beer. my favorites. I think the one that I end up playing the most, though, at least recently, is Just One, funny enough. <laughs> really? Because it fits with everybody. Yeah, you yep.
3: deserve it, though. You could pull that out on a whim. You could right. plan a whole
0: night around it. You can, it's,
2: Any level of gamer will get it.
0: And if you haven't yeah. listened to our other podcasts, Just One came up on literally every award <laughs> thing we read. Every sheet, every survey had it. The ironic thing about Just One is the people who are used to the heavy,
3: crunchy games honestly have the biggest... <laughs> problem with the rules in that game. Really? That's funny. Wait wait, so okay, I'll say I'll say some things. No, no, you say just one. Uh, okay, well this is just a two part word. No. Just one. <laughs> too on. far a
0: word. It's got a lot of syllables. <laughs> I made a new word. It's hippopotamus of flying pegasus. Yeah. Or elephant. Or <laughs> elephant, yes.
2: Since we're almost out of time and we're still kind of figuring each other out, I did find a nerdy Would You Rather to kind of see what uh, what kind of vibes we are Ooh, so people can get to know us like a little it. more. And if you guys have any, like, hey, ask us anything questions, feel free, send them, send them to us, and we will answer them.
3: And I would honestly like to hear other
0: people's origin stories. Yes. Why not? Because... Mm -hmm. Write us a note.
2: Our origin story. Yeah, especially
0: if you're a gamer, because you have that memory in your head. There's a moment, one lasting memory that hasn't left that is definitely that, that's the game, that's what I remember playing, and that's where it all started. I know we all have it. Hero Quest, 3 a.m., Hey, three, you're up with three and <laughs> I, I remember Risk when I was super young. I know it's not magic, but Risk was the one for board games because I was at a friend's house sleeping over, and we took over their dining room table for 14 hours, and, his, mo- and his mom threw the whole thing off the d- table and says, we're going to eat one meal today on this table. She didn't realize that that <laughs> meant that the whole game was ruined, but, you know, eh. eh.
2: All good. Yeah. All right, guys. Would you rather have a wand or a lightsaber?
0: Lightsaber. Oh, the- does the, do I know the spells for the wand?
2: Well, I'm assuming like yes, because otherwise you just have a lightsaber and you're gonna poke your eye out.
0: Hold on, Joey. The correct answer is lightsaber.
2: See, with the <laughs> wand, you can create a lightsaber effect. I feel like you can do so much more with a wand.
1: Yeah, but it's a lightsaber, Sean. I have to go light. Well, I, I was gonna go lightsaber, but you know what? I could make a lightsaber with the wand. Exactly. You, yeah. you, 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 get a Sith lightsaber. That's okay, true. then I gotta go lightsaber. Okay, then. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, I get a Sith one.
2: Would you rather be the Doctor's Companion or fight crime with Sherlock?
0: Oh, fight crime with Sherlock for Sherlock. sure. I mean, Well, oh, does that make me Doctor Watson? Because he gets screwed in every <laughs> one of those series. That
2: could be fun. Oh, sorry. What? I mean.
1: Doctor's Companion. <laughs> Do I get to
0: be the Inspector? Yep. I'd be the Inspector. Oh, He's God, never really that? in danger. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or however <are> you
3: <laughs> pronounce his name. See, I wouldn't want to be the Doctor's thing because. Uh, companion? Th- yeah.
0: Uh, I don't. Dr. Hugh, don't tell me,
2: Jay. For me, I'd probably get more nauseous just traveling around on the TARDIS. (laughs) Plus, the doctor can leave you at
0: any time, in any time. Like That doesn't sound like fun to me.
2: I like to stay in this dimension. Thank you very much. Be
0: full of adventure.
2: Well, same with Sherlock. I just kind (laughs) of want to (laughs) listen to the shenanigans. Right. All right.
3: Sean wants to be a Dalek.
1: (laughs) I do. (laughs)
2: Exterminate. All right, this is a hard one. Would you rather watch Disney or Pixar?
1: Disney. Ah, crap. Pixar. See, that's not fair because Disney owns everything now.
2: Yeah. (laughs) But like let's <laughs> say like the traditional Disney stuff or like uh, the more recent fancier animated stuff.
3: I think it goes to my age but Disney. Yeah. I like the hand drawn animation. I do too.
2: But I, I love like the new stories, all the Pixar.
0: <sighs> I can't lie, the Pixar stories are definitely more uplifting and more heartwarming and have like a great message. The Disney ones though, man, I've always wanted to have a talking monkey. Or oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> a monkey that can interpret what I'm saying and I also know what it's thinking. Right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Plus he
3: steals me apples. <laughs> all right and guys.
0: Joey calls it a talking monkey.
2: <laughs> Would you rather date Harry or Ron?
0: I have to choose. <laughs>
3: Well, I think the redheads are crazy. Kind of probably goes throughout all manner of relationships. So, but crazy can be fun, so.
2: Yep, I'm going with Ron just because I'm like, I don't know if I need all the attention of being you know Harry's girlfriend (laughs) yeah
1: Harry's got a lot going on kind of a lot of drama around his life I feel (laughs) like you know Ron's a little more stable
2: (laughs) he's got a big family I love big families I think that's great
1: I don't know though Harry's got that
3: fame
0: and fortune (laughs) and a whole (laughs) lot of drama
3: but here's the thing are we doing that thing where the the super super hot girl finds it harder to get dates because everybody's intimidated is that what's going on with Harry Oh, Mm. maybe do I get to go to the sorcerer's ball or whatever that thing was because yeah. I'm with Harry?
2: You'll you will be the bell of the, uh bell of the ball. That's you, right. You will, <laughs> but you'll
3: be ditched mid because he's gotta go like oh, not cast will. spells on the How's things the buffet? The Is movie. that good still? <laughs> <guess laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, we're gonna get through these uh,
2: a little quicker. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Star Wars. Ooh, Star Trek. Uh, I wanna be the captain. I'm, I'm pretty equal on both. <laughs> uh would you rather eh, I don't know. I don't like this one. <laughs> would you rather live in District four or district twelve? From Hunger Games. Oh. Uh,
3: district 17. Four is better, right? Because it's well, smaller. There, <laughs> is not
0: what it is. Four, district
3: like nine. the
2: the ones that are closer, like <laughs> one, two, three, four, are yeah. like
3: more rich. Me and Sean choose just District 9. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, would you rather be Apollo's kid or Artemis' kid? Ooh. I don't remember which is which, so I'm just going to say Apollo because like, my friend used to have a dog named Apollo.
3: Like Apollo
0: Creed? <laughs> oh, that's what or... I was thinking
2: too. Yeah, <laughs> we'll skip this one. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can tell us. You can write in and know what you'd rather be if uh, you like that one better. Would you rather be a wizard in the world of Harry Potter or a fairy tale? Ooh. Like, would you rather be a Harry Potter type wizard or a wizard like fairy tale fairy wizard?
3: Fairy tale, just because Sword and Stone, Merlin's cool. Oh, okay. nice.
1: Uh, I'd have to go Harry Potter. They do some pretty crazy stuff.
0: Oh man, that's tough. Would I rather be like Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? Oh yeah, so uh, I probably you would. Yeah, or Raceland <laughs> from Dragonlance. You
2: could not pass. Oh, he passed. Uh, <laughs> would you rather be friends with Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader?
1: Vader, G- Vader. <laughs>
2: <God>. <laughs> Skywalker, because he ends up living longer. Genius. Yeah,
0: Vader might choke me out at any time. I can't not afford the that. Kind <laughs> of
2: like, anyways. Uh, would you rather be chosen for the Hunger Games or play Quidditch? Oh, hey.
0: Quidditch
3: board games. Undergame. <laughs> a quidditch for Josh. A quidditch board game. I, I like. like it's not a board
2: game. Oh, this one's a good one. Uh, would you rather have Sam or Dean? Any supernatural fans here? No.
1: Watch uh, no. like one episode. Sam's oh, are always sweeter. probably Dean. Dean, he's,
2: he's more, he's, he's more the bad boy. Guy. Didn't yeah.
3: they do like a Metallica video?
2: Probably. They had a Scooby-Doo episode. Yes, ah. they did. Would did they you solve any <laughs> mysteries? Would you rather be a dwarf or a hobbit? Ooh, dwarf hobbit. for
0: dwarf. sure.
2: Hobbit. <laughs> They have so many meals, and dwarves <laughs> live in a mountain. I got to live in the Shire. Dwarves
0: are lame. Dwarves are tough. Dwarves do end up dying in, like, every hey, lore.
2: You, like, do not diss <laughs> Second Breakfast. Of a
0: heart attack. <laughs> I mean, Second Breakfast is also a great reason to do anything. Well, yeah.
2: Um, I don't like this one. <laughs> I don't get that one. Uh, <laughs> would you rather... No, I don't like that one either. <laughs> would you I rather... No, no, no. I don't know no, who these are. No. There's some, I think they're animes. Would you rather go on a date with Gray or Natsu?
3: No clue, Sue. <laughs>
0: I, don't
2: I don't know, know Sue. Either. Ooh, would you rather have a TARDIS or a flying car from Harry Potter?
3: TARDIS? <laughs> can
1: Fly. the
0: flying car go invisible? Uh, I have to go TARDIS
3: because there's time travel, and I don't... You could store right. all
1: your games in the TARDIS. I That's That's every I, game I,
3: ever. You, 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 yes. Did you hear what I said? No. I said I would go TARDIS. Okay.
1: Then good. You've made the right (laughs) choice. (laughs) Thank you. All
2: right. Bioshock or Call of Duty?
1: Oh, Bioshock. BioShock. (laughs) Yeah, Bioshock. Would you kindly? Um, Go get that crowbar, Josh. I love that it
2: says, may the force be with you, and then they give me a Doctor Who image. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, if you guys have any (laughs) other random questions for us, or we want to hear from you, like if you want to answer any of these, or just give us your uh, Nerdy Origin story. That's that's right. This was fun. I really like this show.
0: That's how you get to know people. Oh, you talk about board games and traumatic things from your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I never got to finish my risk game.
1: Uh. Uh, Josh
0: help. Uh, play nice.